0: Hello, friends, and welcome to Page Chewing, episode 17, I believe. <laughs> I keep losing track. Uh, but we are here with two awesome booktubers and, of course, my partner, P.L. Stewart, author of A Drunk Kingdom. Go check out that book. It's right there. And it's a great audiobook, too, by the way. So, uh, But today we're here with Pax Panic and Book Blather, Dave, and all of us here, too. So, Pax, do <laughs> you want to tell us about you and your channel?
1: Uh, well, uh, I run the panic room. As you can see. And yeah, we just uh, have fun. I love horror books, that's my thing, but I, I really will read just about anything. Horror is my, my love, my, my passion, so it's usually that. Usually that. But yeah, we just have fun. I do all sorts of things. We, we do stuff in my kitchen. I, I do vlogs uh, where I do crafts. God only knows what you'll find, honestly that's true. <laughs> and then we just started up poetry, dark poetry, not like, not like flowers, um, more like blood. Um, <laughs> so there's that too. So you never know what you're gonna find.
0: Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Dave, what about you and your, in your channel?
2: All right. So, uh, Olive and I have a channel book blather and, um, yeah, we kind of do in ter- terms of, um, subject matter, we review, um, all kinds. We I mean we review we do some and I actually was never really into horror until I started doing booktube and now it's one of the things I read more of. So so we do horror, but we also do fantasy, sci-fi, regular fiction, nonfiction, graphic novel here and there. Um and uh yeah, we do the usual booktube stuff. You know, we when we started out it was just like a, a wrap up once a month, but you know, now we do we do everything. We do we do videos much more often now. So we do the hauls. We've even started doing tags. Um, done a couple of those. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, you're I, probably just your 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 typical, I guess, your typical booktube you channel at this point.
0: <laughs> and uh, PL, do you want to tell us about you and your uh, in your work?
3: PL Stewart, I'm the author of the Drowned Kingdom Saga. Uh, currently, two books out. Uh, the first one's the Drowned Kingdom, and the second one's the Last of the Atlanteans. It's part of a seven book uh, series, um, book three, Lord and King is expected to drop in spring of 2023. And uh, I also, of course, I'm privileged to be the co-host on Steve's channel of Page Chewing, which is, you know, just a phenomenal um, thing that we've, we've started together, uh, where we feature creatives from the writing community, awesome creatives like like Pax and Dave. and. Uh, We, I also, um, Steve and I are also both uh, bloggers for the wonderful Before We Go blog led by the awesome tablers, so uh, you can find uh, reviews and things like that uh, there on Before We Go blog feature articles, so great place to check out what's going on in the fantasy, sci-fi, and horror uh, community, so yeah, so that's me, and uh, happy to be here.
0: Nice, so uh, we have to mention this because we got the title from PAX, it was PAX's, uh, Pax's idea. Yeah. So thank, thank you, Pax. Pax. For, for oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm, so, awesome I was title. so
1: excited. I was <laughs> so excited. I never win anything. So that was amazing.
0: <laughs> it was a I perfect title. Is that... Wait,
2: that was
0: and a, and a Mr. Morningstar is here. Hello, Mr. Morningstar. Uh, Mr. Morningstar is here. Yeah. How's it going? <laughs> uh, reading hello, nice life. MJ. Hey, Albert
1: oh my gosh i know everyone so far <laughs> yeah
0: and uh, our friend and author jeff lane is here as well hey jeff
3: wow
0: awesome uh, alicia uh, is going to start a youtube channel i'm not sure if that's started yet but wow congratulations
4: a, uh, congratulations
3: amazing yeah.
0: looking forward to that of course crystal's here <laughs>
4: crystal.
0: hi crystal mm-hmm. cool oh books i just got so excited oh okay oh, awesome. <laughs> awesome uh do i have any pages stuck in my teeth <laughs> and uh troubled uh t- tangible reads is here.
1: here oh my gosh i could cry like i've i've wanted to talk to these people in person for like a year so
4: <laughs> <laughs> wow you yeah hey
0: all these beautiful people. Oh,
2: bring right <laughs> is
4: a sweetie. Yeah, oh, that's wonderful.
2: <laughs> She's talking about the three you, not me. Yeah, no, not me. yeah
1: <laughs> Oh, you have the all, fuzzy one. <laughs>
3: You guys are bringing all the stars, man. You guys are bringing out this huge following. So, <laughs>
1: uh, I'm very lucky. I have some of the most wonderful people in the whole world. So. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And in uh, I wanted to ask you about, um, you know, because all of my non horror friends ask me, what do you and what do you like about horror? Why do you like reading about awful things? What is it? Like <laughs> <horror that> it, <laughs> is it? What do you like reading you? about horrible
1: yeah. things? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I think it's I think it's interesting and uh, I think it's a way that you can experience something. It's almost like a roller coaster, like nobody wants to go that fast on the freeway, but there's lines out the door for roller coasters at theme parks, right? So with horror, you can experience at least a little bit of that adrenaline, that intrigue, if you will, to the, the darker parts of the human mind from the safety of a book. And, you know, I've always sort of been drawn more to that side of things, and it, it, it interests me to no end. I've said it countless times. My favorite type of horror is when I can get in here. Blood, guts, and gore is fine, but <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but I like getting in here. I just think it's fascinating to see what makes people like this tick it's endlessly fascinating to me
0: and uh davey mentioned not being too into horror before you started the channel what what about horror what what brought you to that genre as you started your channel um i
2: i i think once i started booktube i i started gravitating towards a lot of more horror and transgressive fiction and i think that's primarily because of one person is because one of my original you know who i'm going to say oh, yeah. <laughs> i know exactly what you're going to yeah. say <laughs> i mean juan over plagued by visions he was one of one of you know you get your when you first start in booktube you get you know your first couple of buddies that you're that you run with and um so he was one of my first couple buddies that i ran with way back when he was you know at only like 200 subscribers you know mm-hmm. and um and uh so yeah he just you know we, we we ran together a lot and and he just really got me into reading i really hadn't read like pretty much any horror or transgressive fiction before that so it's really just like the last two years i've started reading that stuff and um uh yeah i don't know i mean it's um it, I, it's it, i think it's tough to pinpoint what i like about it I, I guess it's just that um i don't know maybe kind of like pax I, I i like to um i do like like the the psychological and the emotional aspects of the horror more than you know the gore not, not not that there's anything wrong with gore but um i do like that stuff more and um i don't know i just find myself really drawn to these books where you're really just um exploring darker side of the darker side of pe- people people psyches mm-hmm. society um and i just um i don't know there's there's i guess there's a lot of that out there and um it's just interesting i think to just to explore that you know through literature um it's um it's i mean i'm really glad i've been turned on to those to those uh, genres but it's um yeah i mean i went i'm 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 an old man now and uh, <laughs> I went through many, many years, you know, never reading any of it. And uh, so um, I'm, gl- I'm glad I've started though, yes. you know? So, I mean, you read, um, Steve, you read a fair bit of horror, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So what, what do you like about it? Um, ooh, ooh, look yeah. at him turning the tables in the, the hose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think
0: uh, it's just, it's a way to, um, it, you know, it's not real. Um that's mm-hmm. why I have trouble with true crime stuff. Like I try to stay away from true crime stuff mm-hmm. usually because it's a little too close to home. Uh like the Richard Layman book. Um I forget the Girl one next. that's based on the Girl Next Door. Uh, Girl next door. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um I I stay away from that one because the actual, the real life case is so mm-hmm. just terrible that I know it actually happened. It I have to kind of space have space between those. I can't read those too often. But I can get in I can get into like a Brian Bowyer book and be like, This is insane crazy but I love it. It's just, it's just so bonkers. Yeah. So it's a, but it's, it's a way to explore those, those things, you know, it's like you said, it's like an adrenaline rush. It's a way to, um, to explore the human mind and what makes us all tech and what we're afraid of. And I think it's interesting how different people deal with different things and um, our fear and our, um, you know, those things that we don't talk about usually. It's a way to kind of peek behind the curtain a little bit.
1: Exactly. Well, and it's funny that you mentioned true crime because if you watched one's last most disturbing book thing where a bunch of us picked out our disturbing book mm-hmm. and he had a little blur. There was a huge amount of us that went with like more true crime stuff, which I thought was really telling, because mm-hmm. there was a bunch of us that read all these like terrible, gory books, and then all of us are like, this true crime book and this terrible part of history. And so yeah, I think that that's that's a good parallel to draw, but it's uh it's safer, so to speak.
2: Yeah, I read I read Ketchum's, um Girl Next Door. Um, uh, I don't know, last fall I guess that was, and uh, I th- I guess that's probably the only one that I read like that. That was based, I think that's the only one. Uh, many years ago, I read um, in In Cold Blood. I, I think it was mm. anyway. Um, but uh, I I think th- that's the only one that I, that I've that I've read like that, and and um, but. I, I did really enjoy that book. I thought that even though I, I, and I knew this, I obviously I knew the story before I started it, but um, I read that book really quickly. I read that in a couple days, which for me, you know, I always talk about what a slow, I'm a phenomenally slow reader. And um, so for me to read a book in a couple of days is unusual. Um, but that one, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, 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 I still really liked it, even though I knew it was based on a true story um it's depressing obviously but um
1: sometimes they can paint it in such a way where you can still see a beauty in it
2: yeah 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 i don't know do you what about what about you pl do you read much horror yeah well it's funny it's
3: again it's it's steve's influence getting to me because you know i hang (laughs) hang out with him so much and now i'm starting to really adopt a a lot of his his reading tastes like he's really rubbing (laughs) off me a lot and um you know, I, I you know, I, I've been in law enforcement for a long time, and I went through a stage where I read a lot of police procedural type things, thrillers, you know, murder mysteries, and then I really got. To, and but fantasy was always my first love when I was much younger, and then when I finally decided I was going to write a fantasy book, I started picking up fantasy again, and then I. It's funny. I thought my book was not necessarily like grim dark. I wasn't even sure it was really dark fantasy, but then when I wrote it and people started reading, I was like, no, oh, that's that's dark fantasy. That's that's kind of moral grim dark stuff. And then then so I think that brought out brought out in me more of a love for that particular subgenre. And then again, hanging out with people like Steve, I just started getting into more darker fantasy and darker and some horror. And I mean, I just read *Empire of the Vampire*. Awesome book.
2: That was an awesome book. I, I highly recommend
3: that one. It's uh, really good and uh, vampires are not have not gone out of style yet that's for sure no. so um yeah and uh, right now I'm, oh my current read again this is steve's influence on reading the darkness that comes before and uh hopefully get to do a discussion on it sometime with, with steve because you know again i blame him and uh books with zara she was a, another great blogger that she she got me onto that but uh yeah so now i find myself straying much more towards the darker stuff You know and 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 i'm i'm enjoying it frankly i'm enjoying it i'm enjoying that that um i guess allowing myself to uh like you know like steve was saying like it's not real but i'm really into themes and books like a book for me needs to have some kind of a compelling theme to really make it memorable for me um, you know, I can read books that are just you know great. You know, reads you just burn through, and you know, and it's great, and it's five star. Then you forget about it. But for me, it's those books that really stay in your psyche. That's what I. That's what really moves me. So I think, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's why.
4: I, yeah. I know
1: exactly what you mean. Yes.
0: Okay. And uh, yeah, I'm, some, heard, sorry. Juan heard someone. No, just really. Uh, Juan heard someone say Jack Ketchum, and he 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 arrived. So <laughs>
2: <laughs> there he is,
0: <laughs> the man, the legend. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave Go ahead.
2: Uh, yeah, no, I'm uh, sorry, I didn't mean to, um yeah, appeal i'm'm I'm, I'm the same way. like i I um I, I tend to I don't know if sometimes maybe it's like seems snooty almost, but um I just really don't like books that are just a thrill ride. you know what I mean? I, I really want there to be um, some kind of symbolic or metaphorical aspect of the book or some some little deeper exploration. Um I just you know, and uh, you know, I'm not, not that I'm hating on those kind of books, plenty of people love them. And and that's great. I mean, different, you know, there's, um, a book for everybody. And, uh, but they're just, they're just not really for me. I just want something more out of them. I just don't like those. I don't like those just quick thrill rides, you know, I don't know. Sometimes I think, uh, Sometimes I think I go a little overboard, like looking for subtext in every every book that I read, you know. But that, that's like part of the fun for me, you know. I don't know. If, I don't know if you guys are all like that, but
1: no, yeah, that's your background in philosophy coming out, Dave.
2: <laughs> maybe, facts, baby. <maybe. laughs>
1: I do it with my background in theology all the time. I'm like, did he mean that? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I do it all the time.
2: Yeah, I oh, wanted to ask you, by the way, because you've been talking a lot about the religious horror lately. Yeah,
1: um, it's. Well, I told you that I didn't choose the religious horror; it chooses me.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, have you um, seen that show Hellstrom? Uh,
1: uh, Hell Hellstrom. Hellstrom? On, uh, was that with the, the brother and sister? It? Yeah. Yes, I have. It was okay. amazing. Right. <laughs> yeah, have yeah. The so sister that has like the dark, hmm. like the short dark hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have seen that. That was awesome. Yeah, I yeah. love the opening when he's like talking junk to the kid. Oh my gosh, that was yeah. hilarious. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys seen that one? I haven't. Oh. No, I haven't seen that one. No, like that. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. It's not, well it's based on um like Marvel characters, right? Isn't it based hmm. on a? Ooh, or a it's, I don't know if it's Marvel or DC. I think it's based on some actual um comic characters.
4: Hmm.
1: I can believe that, like a d- dynamic duo of the brother and sister. I can yeah. believe that. Yeah.
2: Those they universes
3: say, are so big. <laughs> yeah, those universes are so big, so many characters you can't tell, you know what.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, huge. No. That, that one between the retcons and everything else, it's like, I wait a minute, I thought he died. Oh, no, no, he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah, I was gonna
3: ask. Um, I had a couple questions. One for Paxton. One, one for Dave. So, so tell me two questions, uh, Dave. Um, does Olive read more than you, and does she choose
2: the books? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she. Uh, she. Um... She's uh likes to think she's in charge of everything. Yeah. You know, see, uh, see what she got me for uh oh. for a Father's Day? Oh, oh my goodness. I love
3: that. Oh
2: I love that. Awesome. All. <laughs> yeah. <she's laughs> large and in charge, right? <laughs> she's I, I think um, you know, honestly, I think um probably at least half the people that like watch our videos come to see her. <laughs> she gets more, more comments directed to her than me. <laughs> Oh, but that's gorgeous. okay you know it's, it's, it's clickbait right
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she is gorgeous and I guess for Pax, you know so now I'm fascinated about the whole religious uh, horror and you know I'm seeing you know um you know the the background and the lighting and how you dress you know so is is you know where 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 does the religious uh, horror fit in fit in with you how how did you get get into that
1: um I think it's because I mean I, I have a master's in theology uh and I spent a lot of years studying a lot of different cultures and a lot of different uh, faith systems. And again, kind of going back to the whole mental thing, it fascinates me um, the way different people look at the world. All of it, actually. I mean, I don't, I don't think one is even more fascinating than the other. I think they're all very, very unique and very intriguing. And I love how it adds layers to a person. You know, if this person grew up with this particular culture or this particular belief, then they're going to see the world in this way versus someone who doesn't. And I just, it adds that layer on top of layer. And I like to see how the human animal reacts when deep-seated beliefs are challenged, for example. You see that a lot in religious horror. Um, I like to see how the human animal reacts when you know, they're put in like the constraints of, let's say like a cult, you know, see how that affects the mind. I love that. I was the kid that like put the VHS tape in when it was like 25 fun things about Christmas that you didn't know on the Discovery Channel. I was the one that taped it and was like, oh, wow. Yeah, that was me. I I love that stuff. I love to see how it affects human history, all of it. I really do.
3: That's awesome. Yeah, I'm the same way. Religion is is a is a is a subject that I just it's so engrossing for me, and that that drives a lot of why I write, an exploration of different religions. Like you said, you know, why people have faith, uh, what happens when their faith is challenged, and and you know what when
1: connects us. It can, everybody believes that even if you say you believe in nothing, everybody has some facet of belief. Everyone does, and everyone has an opinion on it. And if you shut up long enough, you can really learn something from somebody else's opinions, I think,
4: no, not I, I that can... I ever
1: shut up, but.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, I completely agree. And that's your educational background and that, that, that totally makes sense. But no, that's, that's really, that's really fascinating. So I, uh, and, and Steve who's read my book knows that religion plays a prominent role in, in, mm-hmm. in the, in the whole thing. So yeah, yeah, for sure. No, it's fascinating. It's mm-hmm. fascinating
1: this does usually shot like what what <laughs> Rel- what religion that's okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh dave you said you 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 uh you always look for subtext and things and i i wondered about that recently we talked about that with um uh, with uh with another author about um how um, how we from our culture look at we always try to find some kind of message in everything we always we can't just watch a movie or read a book or listen to music and not look for something else. We just can't enjoy it for what it is. We have to always look for what does that mean or what is, what are they trying to say here? Is that something that you've thought about or something that you've ever considered? Um, you,
2: you, you mean in, in my reading or you're talking about in my uh, reading, not in writing?
0: Uh, reading or writing or anything.
2: Um, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, um, um, pretty much in in everything i read that's i mean that's i'm i'm always i'm always trying to i'm always i think i go into every book assuming that there's some some um that there's some subtext you know some there's some layer beneath the surface of the story and i'm trying to um you know i'm always trying to i, I tease that out i think that's just my default of when i go when when i go into a book and i'm just um um and i i have to say i think it's um you know i've read i've read we all read some a few crappy ones right but uh um i I have to say i think it's usually there i think most writers um either that or i have just been lucky but it seems like most of the things that i've read there's some 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 subtext to it and i think all all all, i guess it's maybe or it's it's, maybe it's just the successful writers and that's why we're reading their books but all seem to like really pay attention to that and and, um you know include that in their writing i i don't know
1: no i think you're right i mean i think it's exactly what peel and i were talking about it you can't get away from it it's part of the human animal yeah just to have this like concept of what you look at the world like how you look at the world so yeah, I think you're right. I think it is. It is probably there. It is there. It's there.
3: Okay. <laughs> so so so, uh, packs and and uh, did they both do both you, Dave, you Pax, Do you each? Do you both write? <clears throat> you
1: want to take that, Dave. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's out of the bag right now. <laughs> we both do now.
1: We both do now. <laughs> um.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how, I'm, I mean, Pax will have to, I don't know about Pax's history. Um, it, it was no, something course, that I always, you haven't done it? Like, mm-hmm. You didn't have interest in it before?
1: Uh, interest and talent are two different things.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you never know until you <laughs> start. You never know you I, start. Read your, I read your story. I mean, you have talent, so. Well, oh, this is so, this story? What well, we're, what we're talking about is is we, um, so Regina St. Clair um, has done a couple of these anthologies, these, their horror tube anthologies where she does a call for submissions. And so there've been two that have come out already. I don't know, you guys have probably seen them Served, called served cold. And what,
1: what was the other one? I can't remember Local the other one. Oh, okay. okay.
2: So anyway, so she, she, um, th- she, they just, she just did the, the, the call for the third one. They just wrapped up. Um, and uh, so we both, I don't know who twisted Pax's uh, <laughs> arm, but.
1: I, um, nobody. I was just like, cool. Let me try this. You know how I roll. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it, I was like, cool, I'll try this.
2: Yeah. M- Mr. Morningstar, I don't know if he's still on, but he actually he knew it slipped out at some point that I was working on something. I don't really usually talk about uh the writing side of things. Everybody does Morningstar it. everything. Well, is yeah. it
1: we all tell Morningstar everything? <laughs> <laughs> You, you know,
2: want to know It is. Days. It's like Morningstar's got like the little inside. Uh, he does. <laughs> he
1: does.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, anyway, he so he knew that, you know, I had kind of always wanted to write. And um, so he kind of twisted my arm when she did when Regina did this call for submission. So. Um, so, yeah, so Pax and I both submitted stories um, and um, and they're they'll they'll be in the um, um, she just wrapped that up. So that's. Um, it's moving on to the next september, step that's
1: coming yeah september i think number or i think is when it comes out in september that's it's amazing no.
3: congratulations you are writers thank you're both right thank okay. you <laughs> oh, no,
1: no. I got but and i y'all uh... just wait y'all just wait <laughs> dave's is gonna knock some socks off y'all just
2: wait yeah yeah <laughs> you'll really like Paxos too it's very 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 original <laughs> i really um i don't want to say i don't want to yeah i don't want to say too
1: much but Dave's is <laughs>
2: But wow, definitely subtext. Definitely <laughs> subtext in mine. <laughs> so
1: there is, but it. oh my gosh, there's just so much. I was reading it like, <gasps> yeah, it was so good, so good.
3: Okay, so it's coming out September. Is that?
1: I think so. I think. Okay, I think I'm so. all
2: over that. I'm oh, over and, that. and she also, wanted to get it out before Halloween, right?
1: I think so. Yeah. So. And also, Morning Star's in it too. Nice. Mr. Morningstar will be in it too. So the Son of the Devil has a story coming out.
2: Yeah, Morning <laughs> Morning Stars is pretty wild too. Oh, it's
1: awesome! <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah.
2: Okay, yeah, I'll definitely be picking that up. I'll be picking it up. Okay. Um.
0: Oh, well, we're learning learning lots of secrets here today.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 if I may ask, so um, you're obviously both writers. So, is that is there um, and that's phenomenal being part of an Anthology. So, and you may be able to spill the beans. so I don't want to give away any trade secrets, but um, are we going to see even bigger writing projects from you down down the road? Like, Again, yeah, you don't have to give away any details or anything, but can we anticipate?
1: I know? would I would totally give you details if there were any, but no, nothing right now. <laughs> uh,
2: I I'm um I think I'm going to keep. Um, I'm really glad actually I'm, you know, I told him thanks, but I don't think Morningstar probably realized like how much I appreciate the fact that he pushed me to do this Um, because I think it's, it's, it's kind of, you know, actually getting it done and submitting it and it coming out in the book is kind of just kind of just took me to like a different, you know, it's kind of just took me to a different level. I was kind of like, okay, I'm actually, you know, um,
1: you're a writer
2: even though it was a small project i actually got committed and completed it and so now i'm like i think it was the kick that i really needed to get back to you know i had a couple, couple unfinished projects you know i had another one that was intended to be a short story and then tur- turned into what's what's going to be a novella it became too long so i'll i'll finish it i'm definitely going to finish that now and we'll see where it goes but um yeah it was good it was a good experience. I'm glad he made me do it. Cause
3: <laughs>
2: hmm. that's know, fantastic.
3: So. Oh, release date,
2: uh, I'll yeah. oh, let
0: me look, that, look at it. I can see is, if I can find it. what's, what's the title of it? Oh, I can look it up uh, lurking in the dark,
1: yeah, lurking in the dark. I want to say you. it's September, but I'm not, I'm not sure on the date, honestly.
3: Okay. I'm um, definitely definitely gonna be picking that up that up at some point congratulations that's awesome both of you thank you fantastic i can't wait to read it so i know you know steve says no but i don't know i think one day steve's gonna just suddenly come up with something like whoa you know steve, <laughs> did, it, oh, or steve did this and i i think so many of the creatives i've encountered especially booktubers uh, youtubers they they all i think have certainly the, the talent and the ability but i think a lot of them actually have the desire to really write i think after you keep reading and reviewing and reading all these books and your love your love for the whole the whole craft i think eventually it usually manifests into i'd like to put something down on paper even if you never formally publish it even if you but i think there's a lot of uh especially booktubers out there that i think writing is a secret passion that they're harboring and they're just kind of like okay you know just waiting to get up the courage and that's for anybody not just booktubers i mean i i I didn't publish till i was in my 50s so you know if that's Ooh. any any you know any inspiration hopefully for anybody that you know it's never too late right so um,
1: right.
2: that's fantastic congratulations to you that's amazing oh, thank
1: you thank so you. is
2: a drowned kingdom Ooh. your first thing do you ever publish any short work or anything before that or no oh first, wow. yeah i mean I've written, yeah <laughs> i mean i've written
3: for things like you know community newspapers and you know articles in in wow. in um you know like uh volunteer magazines and things like that. But no, I just went full you know, when you, when you get to certain age, you know, you, uh, you know, I say this in my fifties, you know, you're like, okay, well how much time, you, if you will live 50 years, like how more years, that's still like not a lot of time to get some, right. get, get a few books out. So, you know, I figured, okay, well have a plan, execute it. And now it's, you know, a seven book series followed potentially, hopefully followed by two prequel trilogies and then another seven book series. That's what I've planned
2: that is wow. quite a
1: plan wow that is
2: that so yeah. do you have a schedule you're trying to stick to a specific schedule yeah one book a year for the one next year
3: the next 20 well it's less than 20 years now but for for yeah the, the next that 20 years. that's
1: fantastic I mean,
3: oh well, thank you yeah fantastic. so far so good I mean it's really early I have I'm on schedule right now but it's in very much the early stages so you know I published my first book in 2021 published my second book in 2022 you know the next one's on track for two three, just take it one year at a time and mm-hmm. see where we wind up
2: so. so like what can i ask um because I, I know so so little about this so what is um what's a process for you like time wise like how long do you spend on that first draft and then how long do you spend like editing and how long is the actual you know make you know making the the book itself and well, uh,
3: it, and it, and it, differs. it varies, obviously, depending on, uh, you know, how you're publishing, um, uh, most of my friends are completely self-published. I'm self-published with a self-publishing assist company. Um, but for personally, I have a rule that, uh, I do three drafts. I, I, I draft the novel and then I revise it and I usually take some time to leave it and then I revise, revise it again. And then I usually have my lovely wife, the boss, uh, take a fun look and go, yeah i need to fix that change that, and then i do that so really it's four but really it's three drafts and then kind of my own our own internal edit and then i send it out for formal editing with an editor and we're usually three rounds of that right okay. so one is a bit of a developmental edit for you know okay well this might be a pothole or this this might not work or this and then uh the, the other edit subsequent edits are things like you know grammar spelling punctuation you know continuity all those all those things and then, uh, and then it's done. And then you you know, you know start, in the meantime, you've picked a cover. I mean, I have all my covers planned out, so that's Ooh. kind of an advantage. That you know, I have the titles planned out, so I don't spend time on that. I have the blurbs written for every book, so. And this is unusual. I want to say that, and I'm not saying I'm special, I'm, you know, like, you know, I'm just saying that that's me. I'm, I'm probably a planner to the extreme. No,
1: I'm impressed. I'm impressed. My type A is just like, right now that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool
3: so but um yeah so that's that's so that and then of course you know cover design um you have uh things like you know choosing pricing of the book and are you going to produce a hardcover or an e-book or like all the minutia of 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 actually putting the book in print and then dealing with amazon and then getting out know, so you know the process that process usually takes about five to six months so pretty well i can produce a book here so that's that's what it's it's turned out to be so far, and God willing, it, it continues that way. So. That
2: seems pretty quick. So so that initial three and a half rounds, three and a half drafts that you do, like how long does that process take you?
3: Well, that takes um, that takes me about five to six months, give or take. The difference is though, I have the bones, uh, like this the actually the, the bones of the whole seven book series pretty well written out. Okay. Right. So that gives you a bit of an advantage of kind of a head of the game there. So you have this thing that's totally, you know, rough and you know, very, very rough and 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 you know, not a polished uh product. And then you take that and you you know you 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 hammer it out and you you start with your drafts and then you know eventually it, it turns into something uh palatable. So um you know yeah that's uh that's that's how I do it. So mm
4: yeah
0: okay and the audio book and also uh advertising or you know boosting the you know spreading the word about it. that's a whole nother seems like a whole another job in itself
3: oh that that definitely is and you know um my lovely wife debbie is my business partner and she's brilliant you know far smarter sparse far smarter than i am and uh she has a background in marketing and um so we partnered where this is an entrepreneurial endeavor it's just like we treat it like running best uh, startup business and uh, she has a lot of the marketing stuff, and and so I can concentrate more on writing. I'm obviously involved in the marketing too. And uh, but but we start early, like you know we were uh, we were on social media, you know, a good six months uh, prior to publication, getting the word out about the book. You know, you're sending it out to bloggers, hopefully, and want to review the book. You're you're advertising, trying to do articles and get interviews from newspapers and doing all this stuff to try and promote your book. And then of course making connections and helping people also to help promote your book. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a it's a huge endeavor and that's the side that I think a lot of authors uh, can get caught up in. Um again, I'm very blessed I have that that extra person to help take the load off a lot of that stuff, but when you're doing it on your own, you know, it's it can be overwhelming, you know, but I think there is a balance because unfortunately, uh, some of the best written books don't sell because nobody knows about them. So you yeah. do mm-hmm. have to really invest a lot of time and energy <clears> and effort into marketing to sell your book and you know that's a process and things like you know (laughs) you know image swag you know these you know the this this stuff this this is all part of me being an author and 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 that's something that again you know you can't neglect if you want to you know sell books so right yeah it's
1: like the seo of writing yeah like you gotta you have to get that seo stuff out
2: (laughs)
0: Yeah, uh, Stephen M- Pax, or, yeah. sorry, go ahead. No, uh, Mr. Morningstar had a question. Did P.L. jump into full novels? Or did you write short stories first? I think wrote, oh. you just jumped into novels, right, Yeah.
3: Yeah, Mr. Morningstar, feed in, you know, head yeah, in first, just dove right in because, again, I, I'm publishing in my 50s, so, um, you know, I, I I figured, you know, okay, if I live to be 90, Hopefully I have my faculties up into my seventies, eighties. I can still write, Right. But I have 20 books planned at a minimum. So, you know, had to get cracking. So yeah, I, I didn't have time to, to, to muck around and I, I went straight out there and I, I wrote a novel. I wrote a 400 hundred-ish page novel and yeah, it's uh, and then I wrote another one that was even a bit longer. So, um, you know, and now we're getting the third, which is around the same length as the as second. So when I have in that series, after I write this third one and publish it, I have four more in that series planned. So, uh,
2: yeah. It's dedication. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. And I was going to say Steve, Steve, and Pax are both, I, Steve and Pax are both really good about reviewing a lot of, um, independent stuff. You know, I, I read, you know, I read some, but I, I'm, like I said, I'm so slow that I like carefully pick and choose everything, but I really got to do more more independent stuff but those two are great about it they they bring a lot of um a lot of exposure to independent writers so
1: i've just been lucky i get lots of nice people like hey it's like christmas hey you want to read this book yeah (laughs) (laughs) sure
3: yeah that's also because the person you are packed they know how supportive you are and you're (laughs) willing to do that so and steve the same like you know and, and i guess all i can say dave is that you know i until like, until the last, just prior to becoming an indie author myself, I read predominantly traditionally published books because I didn't know how else to get any other kind of book. Right. And then mm-hmm. when I started getting uh, involved in, in in the whole indie world, and I realized what was out there, you know, now my TBR is probably it's sixty percent indie and forty percent traditionally published books because I found the stories that the kind of stories that I write, the kind of stories that I love to read, um, I found I could get. You know, in terms of, of quantity, I can get even more of them in the indie market because you know these are books that uh, traditional publishers, you know, and no disrespect to them, they they felt weren't potentially weren't uh, they weren't com- wouldn't be commercially viable, and um, you know, but but they're great. That but I'm sorry, but a lot of these books that are extremely commercially viable and sell really well, so and I would sell a lot of traditionally published books. So and you know, I've had the fortune of meeting. Uh, in my short time in the whole, whole greater writing community, a lot of great traditional published authors, but tons of amazing indie authors. And the books are just, and when it comes to horror, I mean, wow, and
4: mm-hmm. PAX
3: mm-hmm. can attest like some fantastic indie horror writers and, and dark fantasy, like you're talking, you know, like I, I, I've never seen anything like it. I didn't know it was out there until, right. you know, so, and I'm still learning a lot about the indie, um, you know, market. So.
1: That's mm-hmm. no, amazing, yeah. yeah. I've said it before that I have read books off of a shelf that don't hold candles to some of the ones that small authors send me, so.
3: Oh, Mr. Morristar, you're too, too kind. Look at this great, bro. Look at, look at this great, man. I'm, I'm 53 years old, man. I, I, I'm, I'm a grandpa. I'm a grandfather. I'm, I'm an old dude, so. But I, I'm just happy to be, be above ground, so. <laughs> it's all good. Thank you, though, for the golf
0: <laughs> yeah there, there is a huge uh self-published like there's so many great self-published horror writers right now there's so many i mean laurel hightower Catherine mccarthy's the hb diaz the uh, i can just um go on and on the uh, daniel barnett's the brian Bowers. i mean i i'm gonna forget somebody but i mean there's so many great authors right now and, and so, much, so much great stuff happening that it's it's hard to keep up just too much oh yeah
1: it. definitely definitely well, Laurel Hightower and Brian are the, the two that's probably one of the more recent reads of mine. Dave actually, well, <laughs> Olive sent me uh, <laughs> my first Laurel H- Hightower book so because I am a fan of The Mothman. So oh, it was a crime nice. it took me that long to read that because it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. It was amazing.
3: I, I have to, and if you forgive me, I have to shout out um, two of our former Patreon guests, amazing, who are, I've read... of their books one one of the authors books i'm going to read the other one soon coming up uh b a bellick and tc schuler um b a bellick uh pulse it's a wild ride it has got won tons of awards um you know indie horror sci-fi stash horror and then um uh 22 dutch road by tc schuler again horror more contemporary horror like like uh, they're all both award-winning uh, and they're great yeah. people uh, we had them on page chewing if you get the opportunity uh, check out that episode on steve's uh, channel great 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 they're really dynamic uh gents and they write good stuff so if you like if you like that yeah oh, yes, so okay. highly recommended yeah
0: mm-hmm. i do have a question uh for from brandy who's in the other room uh there are just- some amazing <laughs> indie horror authors out there pax who are your
1: favorites uh and Right now, you can almost hear the wind rushing out of my brain uh, as I forget every name. Uh, really, Brian uh, sticks out to me. Brian and I, unbeknownst to either one of us, we grew up about 45 minutes away from each other. So oh. <laughs> We've been in each other's hometowns like a thousand times. So, yeah, Brian's great. Uh, Laurel Hightower's great. Let's see. Who else have I read? Oh, Kay Schultz. Kay hmm. Schultz It's one that I just discovered. Um, She has a poetry book, but also a collection of short stories. Very, very, very unique voice. Incredibly unique voice. Um, Let's see. Who else? Essie Martin's. I love her stuff. I have her poetry book. Absolutely amazing. Let's see. Oh, my gosh. I'm just... I'll just forget everyone. (laughs) I'm just going to forget all of the people. And my other bookshelf's over there, so... (laughs) yeah but that there's so many there's so many honestly uh, honestly brandy if you were like hey have you read this book i'd be like oh yeah that one yeah, <laughs> yeah.
4: It's, it's hard to it's hard i did to the same thing with music yeah uh, I you read no, I have
1: not. no i have not mm-hmm. the uh the only hightower book i've read was um the one olive sent me below yeah, <laughs> yeah below with the moth i would say the mothman book because i'm a visual learner uh, and um, I've seen The Mothman on the front. So yeah, that's the only one although I've heard wonderful things. Crossroads is one that I want to read and uh Vanilla is another one that I want to hmm. read that are really high up on my my mental list.
2: Yeah. Crossroads um was phenomenal, I thought. It was one of the to me that I, that was one of my favorite books of that year. Um,
1: I've heard, yeah, I've heard it's amazing. It was
2: uh, Yeah, she Hi, Laurel Hightower is um See, I don't know what I what, see I don't know what qualifies as... see I do pick up some of the small press stuff I don't know what, what is technically an indie or, mm, or yeah you know, I
1: think the they, lines are really blurred
2: um but um yeah she is laurel is one of one of my favorites um I thought both I thought both crossroads and she has a third so crossroads and ma and um and <laughs> I got you I told you <laughs> the eternal spoiler fact <laughs> <laughs> um crossroads and, and below were both um excellent they were both good um crossroads i, I just thought was phenomenal um Absolutely. but she has a third third book that i have and i haven't read yet but which i understand um, is pretty different uh, whispers um, in the dark Whispers in the dark yeah yeah I don't know if, i'll tell you there's but, um, a
1: religious horror book uh and i'm gonna butcher his last name his first name is dylan i think it's calon yeah i'm pretty sure it's Callan. Um, and I've read his prequel. The video I put out today, I talked about his prequel. You want to talk about a, a really unique look at religious horror? He's got one. He's, and he's a super nice guy, too. I've talked to him. So he's another one that that I've really enjoyed.
3: My TBR is uh, going to be growing here. I, can, I, can
1: see. <laughs> I don't even have a TBR. It's just like, oh, cool. Score. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, Vanilla. Yeah. I really, I really like her. That's. I don't know if you guys have, if anybody has read Mona Cavani. She's true, true independent. You know, she's one of those ones where she, she just opted to go independent and uh, has built her own brand, just like P.L. There's got all the merch and. <laughs> um, um, so you know, and she's so she's put out a couple things. She just so she put out uh, the bell chime. Vanilla and she's now just coming out with a third one. I forget what it's called, but um, um, I, I really, you know, I, I found out about her just from um, from Instagram, you know, from her Instagram mm-hmm. account and, um, but I really like her, you know, um, and she's, but she's, you know, she's into the, she do, She really writes um, that real psychological horror, you know? So it's, um, yeah, it's really-
1: Your video on Vanilla was amazing by the way, Dave.
2: You mean Olive's video? <laughs> your
1: <laughs> Olive's video. If you guys haven't watched that seriously, like even if you have no like desire to read it, just go watch the video. It's hilarious.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and and you know, I, I I say this before I said it again. All three of you by virtue of what you do with BookTube, you're it's like publishing a book. You put yourself out there, you and like being an indie essentially. You put yourself out there on YouTube, you create your content. You put it out for the world to 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 read and watch and like and listen to. And it's just, it's the same thing. And, you know, kudos to you for doing it. I think it takes um, additional courage and fortitude to do it visually live because, you know, I can hide behind my cover, right? You know what I mean? Like, you know, but but, but when you're on YouTube, you can't do that. So your face is there, your, you know, your, your presence, your personality is everything about you. So credit to all three of you for building the audiences that you have and, and, you know, and for, for, for taking that, that leap of faith and that courage to do that. So hats off to you.
1: Oh, well, see, so yeah, I, no, I think, I think writing is incredibly vulnerable. So I think the headset off to you, uh, because I think it's, I think it's, uh, you want to talk about putting everything on display, right? Writing makes you do that in so many ways. You know, for me, I'm just like, click, Hey, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I really, I, I respect writers a lot, a whole lot, because they, they really bear bear it all when they, when they put that out there into the world.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But there's, and uh, I'm not saying this just because he invited us on here today. There's certain <laughs> booktubers like Steve that is just, I, I, I really, Really, really admire admire you, Steve. I really do admire mm-hmm. your channel because um, the the only other one that that I've noticed out there that does as much as you do for authors was uh, Nikki, mm-hmm. and oh, uh, yes. she's
4: Great kind patience. of gone.
2: She's kind of gone inactive, you know, of late. Um, but uh, I mean, I just we talked about this a little bit before before we got on, like the, finding the time. I don't know how you like find the time in your life to actually do all of these talks and videos for all of these authors and I just think it's um I think it's a wonderful thing that you deserve that that you um devote so much time to giving all these people exposure and um uh you know and I feel feel bad you know all everybody gets a um gets a a bad comment or a bad experience here and there and you're no exception and I and I feel like awful for you like when that has happened because you more than anybody else that i've seen out there devote so much <laughs> you mm-hmm. know to giving everybody else time you do um uh, but yeah it's just uh it's it's really it's you have a pretty unique channel hmm.
0: well, thank you dave that's very nice of you to say and
1: you have a great voice to listen to too
0: well mm-hmm. you Win- do. Winning, yeah. winning the paxie yeah. was the highlight of the movie, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <after
1: that.
0: laughs>
1: It's yes, almost Steve. time for round two of that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Whoever,
0: You've whoever's never done on radio, have you? No, uh, but whoever's on the list with me, I'm going to have to knock them out before. <laughs> so I'll we'll have to, you know, I'll be having to basically pay, <laughs> pay a few people to visit to keep that crown.
1: <laughs> oh, don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I,
4: I can't
0: I can't say enough about
1: Steve. Uh,
3: the kind of person he is, first of all, the the, the character. Uh, the high high you know kind of moral character he has and just such a giving person so generous with his time and does so much to promote um everyone b- fellow booktubers authors everyone in the community and yeah the content i mean uh, i mean his content it blows blows me away you know from deep dive discussions to friday conversation to what he does what we do together page chewing to his other author interviews to you name it he does it right uh mm-hmm. recaps of, of the week and, you know, and always checking in to see how people are doing and, and take care of others. And yes, really, uh, you know, un, you know, really unselfish and just, yeah, just a wonderful soul, man. So yeah, just, you know, totally. yeah, just a, a really, really great guy stand up dude. So proud wow. to, proud to know you. So.
0: You guys, you guys are embarrassing me. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, Haley Piper is another, is another indie author I absolutely love. Be sure to add her to your lists. Oh, cool.
1: Crystal. Thank you, Crystal. Mm-hmm
0: yeah I, I definitely fake it until I make it I'm not sure if I've made it there yet but yeah well a thousand
3: subscribers isn't lie, bro so you know it's yeah you know, it's not about all about numbers obviously but yeah. but you know it's a testament to how popular mm-hmm. your, your channel is becoming right so you don't grow unless people are are interested in what you have to say so
1: which still blows me away
2: <laughs> like Al, really albert's cool. comment is really good there steve you should think about doing audiobook that's not the first time <laughs> i've heard someone
1: say that too yeah that's not the first time
0: i've read a couple of short stories on the podcast it's it's a lot harder than it looks <laughs> mm-hmm. to do it. it's it took me to read like a like a page-long short story it took me like two hours to do it it was ridiculous because i kept messing up and i think mm-hmm. you instead of just you just think well i'm just going to read the story and then you try to embellish a little bit and try mm-hmm. to make it entertaining and then you end up stumbling over your words and it it's so ton of respect to people who do audiobooks because it is not easy to do. Really you talk.
1: have a very soothing cadence to your voice. Yeah. yeah you I think just that's why voice. people say that to you.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, you have
3: just the voice for that stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, not not everyone's a fan, but yeah, thank you.
1: <laughs> hey if they can listen to my twang, then they shouldn't <laughs> you shouldn't get any kind of bad complaints if they can listen to my twang.
0: And uh, voices from the Mausoleum might double and triple agree with Steve doing audiobooks. And uh, mm-hmm. Angel from Voices from the actually encouraged me to do short stories. So that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons I started doing it. It's just it takes me forever to read mm-hmm. short stories.
4: Oh yeah,
3: that's another great cha- Angel stuff. Is I just started watching some of her stuff today. Really, that's really a cool good name, stuff. Yeah, good, good content. Good content there cool. too. So
0: and uh juan's channel is just amazing and, and david and uh, pax are both i know they're both fans too but what juan does over there is just you know you watch his stuff and it's like i'm just a, what, i'm not gonna bother anymore because like, I, <laughs> I can't be that it's just so good it's
1: so, the so, only so word amazing. that pops in my mind when i think of juan speaking is eloquent mm-hmm. i've never in my life heard someone be so eloquent and the stuff that he talks about and you're still like Every time, you know, like every time, every time. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You're still like just engrossed because he's just such an eloquent speaker. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely one of the, um, one of the most, if not the most cerebral channel that I've, that I've watched, you know, obviously it's thousands of booktubers I haven't seen, but I I would say it's probably the most cerebral one that I've, that I've watched. Um, The, the, you, you talk about. We were talking before about just looking for for meaning and subtext and stuff like that. I mean the the way um, Juan deconstructs a book, any book, you know, is 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 um, it's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. It's, um, okay. I have I to, to I have to seen watch his it. channel PL, but
3: no, I have to I, and I'm just amazed by 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 booktubers like that. Um, watching, you know, listening to AP Kinnaman, I mean, I <laughs> felt like. I felt like I wanted to take my degree and just chuck in the garbage because he, <laughs> that that man is on another level, right? He's an academic, obviously, and you know, yeah. but his insights into anything and everything, I mean, Steve Steve him better than I do, and he's had him on to like he is just his brain is, <laughs> power is just astounding, yeah. right? Um, you know, Philip Chase is another is is another, you know, um, Jimmy Nuts. Ah, uh, Jimmy Nuts is a brill- brilliantly insightful fellow, right? He, he he plays it off all, all casual, but Jimmy Nuts is you know really smart, really really smart, really analytical when it comes his approach to how he he breaks books down, and oh. yeah, it's just uh, you know and don't and 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 my man Steve here is gonna go no. But, you know, you watch some of his videos, um, you know, specifically, you, you watch the the What is Grimdark video.
1: That one was it, amazing. That was yes. awesome.
3: And, and watch the one he did about monetization. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the guy, yeah, he's, you know, Steve, Steve, like I said, he's too modest to admit how smart he is and, and how insightful he is. But you
1: no, know. That I'm one on Grimdark, that was like a college course. That hmm. was great. That was fantastic.
0: It's so funny because nobody can agree on it yeah (laughs) (laughs) i thought of you in
1: whatever the last uh video before yesterday's video was because i said something about grimdark and i actually said in the video i was like look um when i talk about genres this is what i think they are i have no idea what the definition is so (laughs) i was like grimdark is like uh magic and blood grimdark
3: Have you two, Pax and, and, and Dave, have you read a lot of Grimdark stuff? Have you read?
1: Like dark. Dark, dark
3: fantasy, fantasy, Grimdark, I, have you read?
1: The last one that I would call is uh The Death Walks of Maine by Nat Winston, the one that I reviewed. Nat is a sweetheart. Oh my gosh, she's a sweetheart. Um, and she's, I think, she's real active on Instagram and I think TikTok too. But I, her book, it's about the four horsemen and the apocalypse, but it's very like, underworlds and journeys and like spells and it's great so i I would call that like like i guess a dark fantasy kind of grim darky that's probably the last one i read
2: yeah i don't think i've i've read some short grimdark fiction in um um grimdark magazine and uh nightmare magazine i've watched i've read some stories in those but i don't think that i've um I'm like packs, I'm not sure I know exactly what the definition is, but mm-hmm. I, I don't. Um, I don't think I've read any um, novels that would qualify as grimdark yet.
1: Hmm. I have to say this since Albert's in the chat, if he's still here, uh, he commented under. I guess it was that video where I mentioned Grimdark and he was like, I thought that was a wrestler. I've been laughing at that for like a day. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's so funny. I was like, now I can't not see it.
4: (laughs) Oh, that's great. That's awesome. I was like, now I can't
1: not think of that.
3: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah, we've we've had some fantastic um, uh, Steve had some outside of page chewing, obviously, but we've had some phenomenal grimdark authors on on page-truing. We Recently, had uh, uh, Michael Refresher and Freshcher uh, and Spencer. They're like, you know, <laughs> they're they're near the top of that uh, that grimdark scale when it comes to you know how dark fancy is. And yeah, I recommend you know Dave, you and Pax check out um, you know check out that that um, those interviews because they're yeah they're phenomenal. And, yeah. Awesome. yeah, yeah.
1: I would yeah. say I'm too big of a nerd not to like stuff like fantasy. I wish that high school me would have gotten into like D&D. Like, I don't <laughs> not look like I should have played D&D in high school. I didn't, but I, I look like I should have.
2: <laughs> you do look like you should have. <laughs> yeah. Never too I late, did. man. Never too late. Lots it of just, our friends it's, play it. It looks so.
1: cool. It looks cool. Yeah. Never too late. <laughs>
2: what What, what, what would it? you guys say are the best, um, like the top couple Grimdark books you've read?
0: Hmm. P.L., you want to take this one? Well, I'm you need to answer now. too, Steve, because you're, you're
2: a Grimdart expert. Um, mm-hmm. You know,
3: I... Uh, uh, Beyond Redemption by Michael R. Fletcher is... <laughs>
1: Look at him getting a pan. <laughs> oh, Michael R. Beyond
3: Fletcher Redemption? Beyond Redemption by Michael R. Fletcher. So Mark Lawrence, who himself is a pretty famous, traditionally published Grimdart author, uh, did a poll on his uh, website... And Michael R. Fletcher's *Beyond Redemption* was was basically graded out by fans as the darkest of the dark of the grimdark.
1: Now that's I, enough to entice me.
3: Yeah, it was it was mm. dark. Um, I would say that um, another book that uh, it, it's it's it, it, grim and dark. I believe manifests in in many many forms. I think uh, Steve has read this one as well. This is just a book I, I really think is just. Beautifully written and fantastic. Sarah Chorn's um you know Serafina's Lament. Oh yeah dude. I know
1: I know the cover. That cover's mm. gorgeous. Yeah,
3: I yeah. would I would and you know get, get the get the tissue boxer for that one because it, it's what was the name of it? I missed Serafina's Lament. Oh okay. um, it is um extremely well written. The prose is 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 phenomenal. Um and and the like it is just a great book. Uh, that's another book that you definitely um holly tinsley uh we men of ash and shadow and um her current one is the hand that casts the bone <laughs> steve's red mm-hmm. rather as well she's a phenomenal writer uh she's amazing uh grimdark um she's it's it's hers is uh classified as gas lamp grimdark because of the the period that she writes about it Another one along that vein is The Legacy of the Bright Wash by Krista Mattar. Uh, just like, yeah, another great book that's, that's got, um, you know, some really, really uh, disturbing things, but also a lot of hope. And yeah, that's another, another, you know, great, uh, you know, from that book. There's so many. I can go on and on. If you DM me anytime or, or Steve, like, we, we read a lot of this stuff. Um, you know, I don't know how to qualify I don't know how to how to qualify Malazan. Um, it's it's it's.
0: That's difficult. Yeah. It's hard, eh, Steve. Hard like one. I don't yeah. know well, how. To, do. to recommend that one. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I think my current book that I'm reading, the Dark is coming before So far, this is freaking dark. <laughs> I, I, this is this is this is it's beautiful. It's very philosophical. It's very deep. Um, so for packs, if if you're looking like you know, um, but but it's very dark. Um, you know, I think Brandy putting up that's one of Steve's or Richard mm-hmm. now. Um, that's, you know, very popular.
4: Uh, group dark.
1: That title, The Darkness That Comes Before, that sounds familiar. Do they allude to what that was taken from yet, or have you gotten that far?
3: Uh, no, okay. um, I am. Uh, how far I am? I'm just yeah, about 50 pages in. So
1: okay. I don't know but why, but that, that phrase just sounds familiar like I've heard it somewhere.
0: Hmm. I, yeah. you, I did a review on it a couple of months ago. It might be yeah, about, that might be it. Yeah, that could yeah.
1: probably be it. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So, but uh, yeah, that's that's. Oh, Gunmetal God.
3: How could we forget Zamil Akhtar? His whole read everything by Zamil Akhtar. Full stop. <laughs> Just wow. read everything. He's got uh, four books out right now: Um, Gunmetal Gods, Conqueror's Blood, Death Rider, and Light Blade. Mm. And he is knock your socks off it's mm-hmm. lush it's middle eastern inspired which is is really cool because you know a lot of a lot of the the, the mm-hmm. typical traditional fancy is more you know european people. Um, mm-hmm. but it is just
1: does it have to do with gin by any chance there's uh...
3: some gin in there
1: mm-hmm. maybe cool.
3: <laughs> um but it is uh steve watch steve's uh channel as well for so uh steve myself uh taylor from maybe two pages another great blogger and Lana from your lullabies mm-hmm. another phenomenal blogger we've had the 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 pleasure and honor to sit down with samil akhtar and do some deep dives into his books so watch those on TV, and you know he is yeah his books are just oh, wow wow really
0: oh, awesome. really oh. And uh, Death Rider is a novella. It's like a hundred pages long, so it'd be a good uh, if you just want to dip your toes into it. Yeah. Death Rider, and that's a good. Mi- I think that's a perfect mix of horror and fantasy. There's a, there's a lot in that hundred pages. Nice.
3: That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I have to recommend again Empire of the Vampire by J. Kristoff. Um, it is. <laughs> it is.
1: <laughs> we have a vampire appeal.
3: Yeah. It is. <laughs> oh, Pax, you would, it is. Dark, bloody, gothic, beautiful, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. It is just like, yeah, it is, it is, you'd like it. It's it's good. It's good.
1: I love to see the different incarnations of the vampire. I think people do a lot with it, more so than a lot of other, like, monsters.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is, uh, this is kind of like a cross between the Witcher, Empire the Vampire, and um, you know, name of the wind. It's, mm-hmm. it's like, it's, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. It just, yeah. Cool. Put on your TBR. I know you say you don't have a TBR, but it's
1: yeah, something but you, to keep I keep it in yeah, I keep it in the yeah, it yeah. in it, honestly. Cause yeah. I'll just be like, oh, that's right. Peel said that, I'll, I'll read that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, the comment, some people talk about cover buys. anyone else a title by reader? Uh, oh, Lament is doing Marino. that to me. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, Y'all want to talk Pax about a sweet Dave?
1: soul? The Myriad is a sweet soul. Y'all should check her out.
0: Yeah. We're going to there right now. Uh, what about you, uh, Pax and Dave? Are you title by, read or title buy? Or when you yeah. see a title, does it make you want to buy it?
1: Yeah. Usually because it's so crazy. That's what I'll be like. Excuse me. <laughs> like yeah. I have a few coming for the event in August. Garp August that is doing. <laughs> I have a few coming for that. That complete title like i just was like ex-
2: what yeah yeah um it depends i guess i i, I bought I, I picked up um the gray bastards a little while back that was probably a title buy mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah,
3: i'm reading that next month actually i uh, sorry this month i'm reading that but later this month i'm reading the great bastards so and steve's had the french uh on his mm-hmm. channel for an interview so yeah there's a guy there's someone who um uh, made it from self-published fantasy. He he won the self-published fantasy blog off one, one, one year, and uh, then soon after he got a he obtained a traditional publishing contract, and now is traditionally published and is doing very well there and won the Kirkus wow. Star and yeah. So you know, ah. there's a, okay. yeah, there's a lot more of those than people realize, especially if you're you're not really immersed in the self-published uh, side, uh, especially with fantasy. There's a lot of people who make the transition. There's some who have no desire and they're doing mm-hmm. quite well without it. But there's some that have always aspired for that and and, and they're using self publishing as a vehicle to get there. And and a lot of them, uh, more and more, are
2: making it. Um, so that's a,
3: Sorry. What, what about me. you?
2: Do you want to stay self or?
3: Um, I For now, um, I don't think anyone would touch. That I write <laughs> commercial publishers, touch my stuff with a template pole. It's pretty um I I deal with a lot of um very controversial themes like uh sexism, racism, misogyny, homophobia, religious intolerance and you know a lot of that stuff isn't isn't something that a uh, that a traditional publisher is going to uh, going to um bit too scared
1: with. of it.
3: They're big yeah. they and peddle that stuff. Um I'm Lucky that I mean I have a long way to go. I mean I have some pub, some self-published friends that are blow, I'm nowhere in their class that are blowing uh, the water. Daniel uh, T. Jackson, we're gonna have him on on page chewing next month. Fantastic, he's really blowing up. Ryan Cahill, we're going to be having him on page chewing as well. This man sold something like forty thousand books in the last two years or something like that, or more than that. Like he's just he's just you know are uh, really selling well um Zemiel Akhtar, actor another one that that his sales are just you know and 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 these folks are all getting on a lot of the big blog you see a lot of the big, the really popular fantasy and sci-fi bloggers like the leo petricks etc they're they're pumping their books and you know so uh, there's a lot of people who <laughs> I, I don't think that I don't think they're they're too concerned about getting a traditional publishing contract because they're doing so well as as being self-published, yeah. right? So I'm sure in horror there's the same thing. There's plenty of authors that are they're making a killing and doing well. They have their audience. They they have no. Yeah,
1: if it's not it's, broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Yeah. You mean
3: you know you have the creative control. You pretty well for the most part write what you want, and you know you you know it's 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 a different model. The traditional publishing is a great model too. It's just what works for you. Like I'm quite happy where I am right now, and. You know I'm, I'm slowly building my audience and you know uh, people seem the people that like my book seem to like it and and that's what makes me happy mm-hmm. right I, I didn't get into it to to make a million dollars that uh, you know it'd be mm-hmm. nice but you know I, I made it to write something i really want to write and have people um hopefully enjoy my book so right yeah so, so but sorry i interrupted the title stuff
1: the title oh, question no oh, no. no crystal's right eric Larocca does have
2: that's, a lot of that's
1: kids, true.
0: Like, <laughs> he, he likes long titles, and mm-hmm. Dave, you were—I forget it. You were on the positive side or the negative side on uh, things have
2: things have gotten things have, worse.
0: Yeah, things have gotten worse.
2: Be, be careful. I, I don't know if Juan is still here. He's going to get upset. Um, <laughs> I um, no, I was on the positive side. I did. You, we're doing the show. You really want to get down? Okay. Sorry, she's getting restless. Um I was on the positive side of that. Um I I I I thought it was um I thought it was good. I mean, I didn't think it was terribly complex, but I thought it was good and there was, you know, there was some good um um metaphor in there. Um but I just read one of his new books that I don't know if anybody else has read this one. The um You've lost a lot name? of blood is that the You've lost a lot of blood. Yeah, how can I forget that? That's a perfect title, right? Um that one was um uh in in that i i ended up doing a video on that i was gonna like i was reading a couple short horror things and i was gonna do like a short horror wrap-up video and i finished that book and i realized i couldn't do that and i had to do a video just on that book um because that that book was like a whole nother level beyond um
1: i love it when that um,
2: things have gotten worse you know it was um it was uh the way I described it, you talk about like layering, the way I described that one was that that was a, 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 like an Escher painting in book form. You know, it was, it, there was just so many layers of so many different kinds. And it, I thought that book was like incredible. Like I'm, I, have, I have to read it again. I just need to give myself a little time and then then I'll read it again. But it, uh, um, that was so unique and it was, I thought it was phenomenal. But uh, I would highly recommend picking that one up if you haven't already. But he And he just came out with uh, another one because he's doing, like, both routes. So he published that one. You know, he did, like, uh, Brandon Sanderson. And it was, like, a surprise independent publication with that. And in the meantime, he just, like, a week ago, he just came out with another one by... Um, wow. Trepidatio Publishing or something like that. that's um We can never leave this place. So, anyway, yeah, I like him. I, I think that guy can write well so Hmm. i haven't read all this stuff but i I like him you 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 Hmm. were on what side you were you were on the not so great side i
0: was on the not so great side yeah it just wasn't (laughs) i it didn't really it didn't land for me um i i thought yeah i just think the the i the pros i really appreciate i think he's a great writer i just think the presentation just wasn't for me and then the end i thought was funny i laughed because it was just i don't know maybe it was over my head but I think it's so interesting the way everyone's reaction to that book, whether you love it or you hate it or you're in the middle, it's it's just so interesting to hear everyone's thoughts on that one. Uh, mm-hmm. Pax, did you read that one?
1: I did not, but I watched so many videos. I feel like I have. Yeah. That one and uh, the Black and Teeth book. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like I, I watched a lot of videos about that one too.
4: Yeah, you don't. I actually
1: you. enjoy. I love watching everybody's opinions. But I think that's amazing. It's my favorite part. Yeah. A second to the book, actually. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah it's, that was, it's weird how that created so much controversy. Like, I don't, I don't, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It was, you, you know. Meanwhile, there was, um, you know, there, there's a there was a book. Did you guys read that book, Dead Inside? Who read that by Chandler Morris? I've heard of it, I haven't Morrison. read it though. It's something yeah.
0: I want to read. I've seen so some really like upset the, reviews on that one, though.
2: Yeah, that that was like the craziest of the extreme like the like i tell you like to go into that book like picture like the couple like just most extreme things that you could think of you wouldn't think of these you'll you'll be surprised still like when you read the book you know what i mean and it seems to be kind of pointless i don't think there was any subtext in that book you know
4: Mm.
2: um but uh there seemed to be less talk about that book than there was about things have gotten worse for some reason there was so much controversy about things have gotten worse since we last spoke and i'm not not really sure why.
1: Maybe when they have those books that don't really have a whole lot of substance, there's just like not a lot to talk about, so people just kind of like
4: Yeah.
3: Or, or it could be because of the times, you know, we're we're living in some pretty interesting times and maybe people were, you know, were upset about the fact that, you know, maybe it was like a direct commentary on, you know, oh, well things are getting worse mm-hmm. and people some people want to, avoid... like some people read for escapism, right? And and even the title itself was like, oh, well I'm reading this just to get away from the world mm. and now you have this title about things getting worse and i don't want to hear that like
2: maybe that's that true. could
3: have been could have been part of it potentially i, I don't know I'm just guessing okay.
0: yeah. well i mean i bought i bought that book or things have gotten worse just because of all the different opinions i wanted to i wanted to read it so and then i sent my copy to um to alex uh the bookie bus because she was wanting to read it so i said i'll send you
2: my copy i'm not gonna read it again so it was, that's another it was a fun thing, I love thing about this yeah
1: yeah. There's like books crisscrossing
2: the world. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know that one. So the things have gotten worse since we last spoke. You know, you can't get that version anymore. They're coming out with a new version now. Mm-hmm. That one's sold out. And there's a new one that has a couple extra stories in it that comes out like in September, I think. But um, but that original version is it is still going around. Like a bunch of us. It started with one who hated the book. And he sent it to me. And then I pass it on and every BookTuber oh. signed it and, and oh, it was cool. dated. It I saw or that or on David it.
1: Wiley, I think. mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: it's gone. It's gone to numerous BookTubers after him. It's oh, like, wow. it's still going around.
4: Oh, that's yeah. cool. That's cool. That's kind <laughs> of cool. Yeah. Somebody's
2: going to take a picture of that front page at, at this point to see how many are on it.
1: <laughs> I love that idea. You know, Regina mentioned something about, like, if you guys watched her library tour today, she has this space. And she was like, yeah, I thought about doing, like, a horror tube convention. And I was like, oh, yes, please, God.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, I, I can't think of something that I would love more than to have everyone in a room. Uh,
2: You'd fly to Australia for that, wouldn't you?
1: <laughs> I probably would. <laughs> I probably would. If I could make it happen, I would
4: but she yeah, mentioned that, that because
1: i was like cleaning or something and she was like yeah hard to i was like what
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> if anyone can organize that packs to be you because you're oh, a really great all about the community that. stuff
1: yeah, the I about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't know about that i mean i don't even make tbrs steve <laughs> i feel like hey we're, we're all getting together at the Chili's."
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get a big table. Yeah. yeah.
1: Do you have a table for 300? No. Why?
0: Yeah. Do you know who we are? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Albert had a question. Are there any conventions for indie writers?
3: Well, you know, it's funny. Like, um, all the conventions I've seen are online um, so far for indie specifically. There's lots of conventions for traditionally published writers, or there were. I mean, I'm talking pre COVID. Um, there's 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 all kinds of conventions and name your genre, whether it's a horror convention, a sci-fi, a fantasy, a mystery, like all over the world. But um, specifically for indie indie writers, I mean, indie writers tend to, I think, in the past, attend the ones that are are normally for traditionally published writers. But I don't I I don't know, and that that you know, I, I, there's a lot I don't know, so they're very well maybe. One specifically for indie writers. I just don't know about it. So um, that's something we could probably post to some of our, uh, our other indie friends who are much more knowledgeable on that stuff than I do. Um, you know, so I would, I've would. i done some online conventions. I would love to do a physical convention uh, one day, but we'll see what.
1: I mean, have, you even, have you all thought of that? Like what it would be like if everybody was in a room? Like, can, oh, it would just be so much fun. So yeah. much fun. <laughs> like Olive running up and down the aisle. <laughs> like, oh my gosh! Like ugh, this is so great. <laughs> yeah.
3: That is my dream to be to meet so many of my friends that I've I've met virtually only and that have become so close, like mm-hmm. such close friends that to get us all like together. Yeah, that would be just. Oh, oh man, that would be.
1: Oh yeah, that would probably just explode. Like,
2: I just see everybody walking in the door, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what's so weird about this. Um, we, we talked about this, I think, a little bit before we went live, but um, this is so weird because you know, I've made like such like a lot of what I consider like real, you know, honest, good friends on BookTube. Um, And you know the fact we're like like with Pax like we're even like mailing stuff to each other Mm -hmm. and things and um, but all of our until tonight, Pax and I have never talked live with each other. Exactly. Right? It's just we just every other day we're just watching each other and leaving some Mm -hmm. comments, a couple DM a couple DMs, you know, on Instagram or whatever. But um. But so it's it's such a weird platform, like when you think about it, because you develop these friendships without actually talking with people live or well, not Steve and 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 not you, I guess, because you guys are doing it all the time. But for most of us, (laughs) we're not talking to people live, but still developing these close bonds. And it's 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 weird. So it's just it's so nice. Like, I really appreciate you inviting us on here tonight, guys, because this is like it's so nice to like talk to be able to talk to pax live for once oh my and, gosh
1: uh, I, yes everything ditto yeah
2: well, get in a room would be like crazy you know like <laughs> oh my gosh you have no idea
1: you have no idea like i know seriously it's so weird i mean and to come from and i've said this before on my channel to come from a place where i didn't have friends that read like no no nobody in my life reads and now I have this whole list of people that I can be like, hmm, I should send that to him. And, hmm, like, honestly, and I'll use Dave as an example. When I, I like, I went to half-price books, like, okay, I need to find a copy of the Sword of Truth to send to David Olive. And, I mean, that's so cool. It's so cool that I actually, like, had a purpose. I've never done that before. I've never done that before. I thought that was amazing. Oh, yeah, like. <laughs> I'm just like ah, I get to go to this store for a friend. Yeah, it's it's so great. I love it. I love it. And it's like Christmas every time you get something. It's like Christmas.
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> true. It's
0: true. It's true. Yeah. It is. It, and I think it's part of it is because we see each other and we we watch each other's videos and you 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 kind of have that connection of seeing the person and the way they speak and um, kind of the way they present themselves and you kind of you know even though you may not talk live, you still feel like you know them. Or you, mm-hmm. you feel close to them. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And, and, and you, and you, you, um, a lot of times I find that, you know, because it's, it's virtual, you know, on a DM or in a private chat, you know, you, you reveal things about each other that maybe you wouldn't even talk about with some of your other mm-hmm. friends. And, and because I think you both mentioned that love, that commonality, that love for books and writing and book tubes and all that, that's, you know, you, you have these conversations that get really deep and intense and it, and it's all about something you both share a passion for so yeah it's 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 awesome and and uh yeah i i my my writing community friends i mean priceless you know mm-hmm. absolutely priceless i i can't believe and in such a short space of time that i've i've made those connections and and just these people that you know you can't see yourself not you know not being part of your life anymore they're just they're they're just there right people exactly.
2: like steve and you
3: know like, yeah they're just you know so yeah that's awesome.
2: yeah it's it's been um uh, sorry steve i don't know if you get trying no, to get to that no, i don't want ahead. to interrupt your comment no, in the- no, no, okay. no go for it i there have been so many so many it's like a lot of things in life right you just kind of stumble into something by accident and it turns into a wonderful surprise like me starting this booktube channel was it was almost by accident it was just like a thought one night and olive was there next to me like she always is and um but i i had no idea you know like i really did have no idea like how much this was going to become you know mm-hmm. i thought it was like just like just taking my good good reads to a video level you know what i right. mean I, I had no no understanding whatsoever about the community and, and um you know one of the things i've learned about booktube is that it's not it's not it's not um you know it's it's not just about the books and mm-hmm. i think a lot of the people um what I'm seeing is that that come to booktube a lot of it is about the books and we all love talking about obviously we love all of love, love talking about them a lot but but um I think a lot of people are also coming to booktube for other reasons too just because I, I think the books are like the vehicle like people are coming looking for some people are coming for looking for community and 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 just um just even for mental health reasons and um and I think sometimes books are just the vehicle. For that, because it's something we all share in common, you know. We all—it's something we all love, and it's something we all can talk about together. And um, uh, and and I think that's wonderful. You know what I mean? That, that that at BookTube, it it can be like whatever people need it to be, you know. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it can be about the books, and sometimes it can be about other stuff that that we need. And 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 the books just gets us there, you know. And right. um, I, I just—I'm I, I'm just like mesmerized by it because I just I had no idea that that when I started it that this is what booktube would become you know
1: so. if you had told me a year ago when I was sitting in front of my my bookshelf like that I would be on a live stream yeah Mm-mm. I never would have believed yeah. you
2: yeah I didn't even know they existed right
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> it? I mean it, the, everything all of it all of it. It's yeah. yeah. Everything Dave said. Like I just I never would have thought in a million years.
0: Yeah, it's wild. Uh, the mirror has. A, uh, oh man, Dave! I meant to send back your copy of "Things Have Gotten mm-hmm. Worse" uh, with the wise man's fear, since it's out of print now, and of course, forgot. Maybe I can just send it to Pax.
2: Mm-hmm. Or, or you want to keep that? That baby's worth some money now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Should make a video about it, damn. Uh, Show
2: us. Yeah. yeah, don't send it to me. Keep it or send it to Pax.
0: <laughs> yeah, we need we need to see that those autographs. That'd be really neat to see. Yeah.
2: Yeah, you
1: send it to me. I'm showing those autographs.
2: That's not Is the one she you has. Know? She has she has a, she has oh, a different okay. copy. I got a couple copies and gave them all away, but <laughs> um, the other one's still. I don't know who's got it. It might be. Um. um I don't know. I don't know who's got it now, but it's um.
0: We should have a few of those, a few, a few different books flying around the country at every, you know, all the time, just to. I love that'd, it. That'd I love it so yeah. much. Yeah, it's, I love it's just thinking neat. about it. Yeah. yeah. It's
4: kind of. i was just
1: thinking about it, even on like, like to the UK and everything else. Like it's just it's so cool, it's so yeah. amazingly cool. And to
4: know that all your
3: friends have touched this book, right, mm-hmm. and that it's passed through all these. The like, closest
1: that's... you're gonna get to touch them, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah it's kind of neat. It's really kind of neat. So, uh, Lena.
4: We love love Lana.
1: and i saw morningstar said he wouldn't come to a horror convention i just always assumed you would stand in the back in a mask and wouldn't <laughs> <Yeah.
4: speak.
1: laughs> i'm cool with that i'm okay with that i'm sure dave's okay with that too yeah
4: <laughs>
2: that'd be cool oh, yeah. and, uh, thanks everyone. juan yeah, yeah. appreciate that <laughs>
3: cool too. Sure. you're too cool i guess oh <laughs> uh, there's another one of our favorites taylor from maybe Between the pages for Atlanta love love those two they're just so cool awesome name. they are so just lovely people so yeah big fans
0: mm-hmm. and uh so I know mindy that's right mindy yeah, has it mindy yeah mindy has the autographed copy oh i told her she should keep it yeah that'd be oh, cool cool yeah we should see the autographs on that one so i'm going to put both of you on the spot we are about halfway through the through the year so what's mm-hmm. been your favorite read so far this year you
1: want to go first
2: dave um just give me one second. Um, <laughs> I, I have one in mind. That's my one of my favorites. I'm just trying to think if there were any others that maybe... Um...
1: I have one that jumped to mind.
2: No, oh, you go first then. Earthlings. Earthlings. Mm.
1: I'm not going to try to pronounce the author's name um, because I'll butcher it. It starts with an S. Um, it's the one with the little hedgehog on the front. Um, yeah, I... That, that book was amazing. Mm. Absolutely amazing. Um, I cried. I laughed. Yeah. It, it was just, it, it's it's delightfully weird and it, it, it ends, you'll never see the incoming. You'll never see the incoming at all. Not in the slightest. But there are parts of that book that like I felt like my soul was being ripped out through the bottoms of my feet in the best possible way. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And if you are the type of person that has ever thought that you weren't good enough, if you're the type of person that you always felt like you were different or that a part of you was broken, you're gonna see yourself in it. In in a lot of ways, a lot of ways. It's I, I I can't even I can hardly put words to it. It's just so powerful. I loved that book. Loved it.
2: It was amazing. Yeah, Uh, I have to... Morningstar was talking a lot about that one.
1: Morningstar is the one that sent it to me when he sent me that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and it's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic.
2: Yeah, I got to read that one. Yeah, I think mine is... um, So, like I said, I read different types of things. And so um, I think my favorite so far this year is probably My Dark Vanessa. Mm. I always pick the really disturbing ones, but... um, By uh, Kate Elizabeth Russell. Um, I just thought that was that, I, and I maybe, I not maybe, I was definitely biased because one of my favorite books of all time is Lolita by Nabokov, and um, so that was, in my view, you know, like a, um, a modern day Lolita story um, with 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 a, a another layer or two, in in, in my opinion, um, and uh, so yeah, that that was really, I mean, it's not, it was not. It, obviously not an easy book to re- everybody knows familiar with. Are you guys all familiar with that? Mm-hmm. One? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, not an easy book. Um, but it was, it was, it was, it was really good. I, I would recommend it if you're okay, you know, There's a clear trigger warning for it. But if, if you, you know, you, you're, if that's not an obstacle for you, you know, i recommend uh, it.
1: There's yeah, there's, there's one for earthlings too. Definitely. There's, hmm. there's a, a warning for earthlings too earthlings <laughs> yeah, yeah they're
0: both in my in my cart
1: yeah you will never see the incoming for earthlings mm-hmm. but it's it's just <laughs> uh, something else it's something else
0: and then uh, taylor says my dark medicine Gentleman. gutted me yeah. i needed a day or two to recover
3: <laughs> okay i have to i have to put that i i've seen it and i really have to check them out taylor taylor's taste is impeccable and obviously i'm sure yours yours are too um David Pax, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that. Uh, we've both done one up to TBR a bit. So. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I mean, he, what he's saying is true. I, it's he ruined me. <laughs> well, <laughs> what what was yeah. These, these are some of my favorite books. So these, like, really disturbing ones. I don't know what that says about me, but
3: you know. Well, we're all the same. Like I said, Steve's rubbed off of me. All his, you know, now he's really influencing my reading tastes. Um, and other, like, all of my reading, writing, blogging friends, Lana, Laura Lelbeis, Taylor, um, you know, all these people, meaning like they're really rubbing off in terms of, of, of what I'm selecting to read these days. And, you know, I just find myself just gravitating towards and I see them, you know, Taylor calls a FOMO, someone puts a, a book up, and you're like, I want that. And, you know, like like when, when I saw Steve and I think it was Steve and Books of Zara talking about um, you know, our Scott Picker's like and I'd heard about. I was like, he wasn't even really the like, accused on the radar, but only vaguely. And then I was like, it just got to me. Malazan, another one. It's like Malazan was something. It's like I don't know if I can handle that. And next thing you know, here I am, here I am Malazan. So, have you read all the Malazan? No, no, I, I got oh. through the first one, and I still feel stupid because you know, I you know, I, I said this in the review, I pride myself on someone who not only Read, but writes. I hope somewhat immersive world building, and you know, but but oh, Erickson is really? on a different different level entirely. That one well. And and I sat there through most of the book, saying, "What's going on? What's going on? Okay, hmm. I, I understand this part, but I don't understand this. Part. Okay, I have to go back and I read it. It didn't help me. I was like, and then I was like, you know what? I just have to relax, enjoy the read, enjoy the parts I like, take a few notes." And then you know something will make sense later on and since then i've uh, I, i've i've gotten to, to comprehend a bit more and i've done a lot of watching great you know booktubers like yourselves you know that have all these deep dives into miles so I've on that book you know this the ones that were spoilers and steve does steve done some has done some miles and adidas so i'm 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 committed to trying the rest of the series i don't know Uh, you know i'm gonna back myself to the corner here because you know it's it's the it is actually the most challenging um you know fantasy books that i've i've read so far my favorite author is jenny words and she writes immersive really lush and and very you know some people might find challenging writing but erickson it's it's more just understanding all the subplots and how they're woven together and it's really, you know, it's, it's, like I said, you just feel, I just felt like dumb. <laughs> like, I would feel dumb. Like, oh, why don't I, I should get this. I should understand where the correlation is with this. And like, I, but, and, and some did come to that, but for the most part, I spent the actual reading of it, I was like, okay, just keep going. Oh, I really like this part. This is cool. And then afterwards I came back and, and tried to like more digest uh, some of the stuff. So
2: how far are you, Steve?
0: Uh, we just finished book three. Okay. And we're taking a break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're taking a break. Uh it these, those books are really dense. They take a long time to get through, and they're just they take they a lot of brain power. So yeah. we're we're taking a breather.
1: Gotta be in the I, room process. Uh,
0: yeah. Have you have got you, through have the you second one, right?
2: them packs or
1: not? Mm-mm. No, the last uh big i guess and it is my favorite book series of all time you know a lot of people are like it's a horror tuber and your favorite book series is fantasy <laughs> bite me yeah it is <laughs> um uh, it's the sort of truth series but you're a good guy. and it's i mean thick books thick thick books that's probably the last um real world that i dived into like that
2: it's amazing I, I got, yeah. yeah i i got um like, like that, the first book was um, like, I, I was like three quarters of the way through it before I even realized that there was a glossary in the back. Like, at least <laughs> if I had known that oh. it would have helped, you know, <laughs> um, I got like two thirds of the way through book two. And then I was just I, I liked it. I, I I liked them both. But I, at that point, I was just like, you know what, I, I need to. Um, I don't have a ton of fantasy under my belt, so I'm, I'm like, you know, what? I just need to, this is not a good, like, or, Like I need to set this aside, I need yeah. to read some more epic fantasy, and then I'm going to come back to this. And I actually already bought the audiobooks for book one and two, so that I can, like, re- redo it that way once I go back to it, because I'm definitely going to, just not now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Hey, y'all want to talk about fantasy? There's a new channel, The Book of Bookish mm-hmm. no. Yeah, you want talk, that's a good fantasy channel.
3: Definitely. Be checking him out. Check, yeah. Checking him out. He's my new Definitely checking him out. Yeah, there, there's other way more, and I mean it when I say accessible, accessible in terms of, of the overall general comprehension. There's way more accessible fantasy books out there that are still immersive that you can read without feeling like, you know just yeah. that blank you know during the headlights stare, stare mm-hmm. that i'm sure i had when i was reading reading some of this stuff and it's not that writing wasn't great and it's not like i didn't enjoy it, just like you said uh Dave, It's not like you know i didn't it's just there's parts where i was just lost yeah and i typically pride myself on being someone that can keep up so you feel like intellectually inferior that you're not able to like i was like i should be grasping what's going on here and it's I don't like, know
1: from what I'm hearing I think you're you're probably in the majority it sounds yeah. like sounds like a lot of people <laughs> had that problem
3: yeah yeah, yeah. You, you're right but 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 hats off to Erickson he's a brilliant writer and you know I'm determined <laughs> determined to you know fight through I have the first three books and I'm not going to waste waste that money um right. so I'm going to read the first three books and then you know lean on my friends like Steve who you know i <laughs> gotten, you know, <laughs> and, and just see if I can can power my way through and then because I have a feeling that when I because I don't know Pax and, and Dave you guys I mean online like the Malazan fans are just like they're so numerous and so intensely passionate about their love for this this series yeah. you know Malazan, Wheel of Time War of Light Shades by Words, you know, Lord of the Rings you know they, you know the Witcher, you know their fans are like they live they breathe the stuff right and mm-hmm. and you wanna get that feeling you want to be able to be there with them you know but I don't know if it's possible. It's funny Steve and I had um it was uh Mihir and Blaze, two great bloggers, Mihir from Fancy Book Critic and uh and Blaze from other writer books. And Mihir was like P.L. man, come to the dark side. Be on the side that doesn't like Miles Ed that doesn't you know that doesn't that just gave up and just just threw in the towel because I guess he did he was saying that you know it just wasn't for that very reason it was just too much over you know but uh, i could see I why people see...
4: sorry i
1: love to see, i love to see that i just love to see their passion for stuff mm-hmm. like that yeah, yeah. Uh,
4: so yeah. fantasy
1: uh, fantasy fans and anime fans with some of the best passion ever
2: yeah. yeah yeah philip chase told me to go read uh farce because Mm. Nice easy fantasy with a uh, boy dog relationship. So, oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, companions. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah, I keep hearing how great it is. I just haven't haven't started it yet. Well, uh, these days.
1: I have a what really about you? Two? What? Are, I'm sorry. Sure, go ahead. No. I just I have a really high bar for fantasy. That's why I'm. I usually just stick with my blood and guts.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what were your two favorite? You, you two guys, what were your favorite book of the year so far? Go
4: ahead, Pat. Ah, oh, no, oh.
2: Steve and the PL. Okay, sorry. Oh yes, you hey, said hey. so. You <laughs> said so, Pat. Sorry, already, yeah. So Steve.
0: Um, well, this is tough. Um, there's a, few, there's a couple of them that come to my mind. Um, you know when you, you think you have your favorite book picked out, and then you read another one, and you're like, maybe <laughs> this one's better. Um, I just finished Negative Space. Mm. I wanna read that.
1: Yeah.
0: This book is bonkers. Uh it may be up there. But as as of right now, if I had to choose, I think it's probably the darkness that comes before. Been my favorite mm. year.
4: Cool. Wow. Well, yeah.
3: Well, you're encouraging me because like I said, I'm reading it right now. So I mean i am enjoying it. Don't get me wrong. It's 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 dark.
0: Uh, it's yeah, it's dark.
3: But it gets but, worse. <laughs> but, but I, I love the fact that you know, I'm very much into themes, like I said, and the philosophy and, and that that seems to be very prevalent here. so I'm, I think I'm gonna like it. But uh, if, if I had to pick right now, my top, in my top 10 favorite books this year, what I will say is that Jenny Wirtz has written three or four of them. So you know, um, I, I think uh, right now, but her book to Ride Hell's Chasm, it's a standalone. If you're gonna get into, if you're gonna give Jenny Wirtz a try, and she's an iconic author. Like I'm talking, she's an introductory best-selling author. She is iconic. She's she's been writing for uh, decades, four decades or more. If you wanna be motivated about writing,
0: <laughs> about anything, yeah.
3: Or about anything, watch Steve and I interview Jenny on page chewing. Just watch it and just listen and just go, wow. You'll just oh. go like wow. So she is such a dynamic. Positive, motivating, brilliant. She, she's an, a writer and an artist. You should see her artwork. Come, she's just, yeah, she's on another level. She's. I'm honored to call her a friend. She's just oh, incredible. Great. But um, yeah, I'd have to say to write sales, Chaz. But but there's some books in there. Like her two of her other books, two or three of her other books that I've read this year are my top ten. But I want to mention you know two that really are my top ten that I can't stop thinking about. One is Beyond Redemption. I keep talking about that book, and I just that I book is. You have to read that book. It is one of the most unique um, magic systems based on mental illness that you are going to read anywhere. It is just—I'm telling you it's,
0: it's, yeah, it's crazy.
3: It, read it. It's 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 dark as hell. It's brilliant. It, like read it.
1: Cool. That does sound read pretty it. neat. Um,
3: you know, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Read that. I, I have other favorite books like John Gwynn, Hunger, Hunger, of The Go- Shadow of the Gods. I just read Hunger, of The Gods sequel. Amazing. You know, Empire of the Vampire. That's another one of you know, um, Dragon Mage by M.L. Spencer. She's an indie. Thirteenth uh, Hour by by Trudy Skies. That's another great book. Um, you know, there's there's so many I can name. Holly's book again, We Men of Bastion Shadow. Uh, there's so many. Tim Hardy, Hall of Bones. Um, you know, and I read that last year, sorry, so sundered souls, but his stuff is great. Jacob sanax Dark Oak, um, you know, Bjorn Larson, uh, um, uh Wild and cool. Drinks, and Children, like just but yeah, tons. You want indie rex you want fancy rocks
1: <laughs> Got you covered.
3: I, forgot, so I got you covered. I got <laughs> you back.
0: The time always flies on us whenever we, <laughs> it, it, does. By. Yeah. it does, flies yeah. Wow. Yeah so uh we want to respect everyone's time and uh pax and dave thank you so much yeah. for coming by we're so so excited yeah. i've been looking yeah. forward to this since we set it up so thank you so much for coming oh my by. gosh me
1: too <laughs> uh, yeah
2: thank you so for much for having us. absolutely this,
1: yes thank you
2: this was great
0: and was where's amazing. the pax and dave where's the best place to find you like your social media or where can people connect with
2: you
1: uh youtube's my favorite my favorite so yeah youtube, yeah, YouTube or,
2: or instagram <laughs> book blather on instagram too so
1: YouTube's the one that I like the most, so we'll just go. we'll, I I like comments and all of that jazz. So.
2: Yeah. Yeah, If you comment on one of PAX's videos, she'll respond in about 10 seconds.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's that, it's that neurosis of mine. I'm like, (laughs) I love it though. I love it.
0: And PL where can people uh, get in touch with you?
3: Twitter is my preferred social media handle, you know, Find me mean, on Twitter um, on Steve's channel when we do page shooting. Um, you know, um, uh, before we go blog, as we talked about, that Steve and I are both uh, members of uh, www.beforeweblog.com. That's where you find most of my reviews and on Goodreads. Um, writes at writes is my Twitter handle. Um, and my website for the books, my website www.peelstert.com. That's where you can find all about the travel kingdom saga. But really, truly, really Twitter. DMs are open, you have a question, you want to talk, writing, fantasy, horror, anything, you know, I say hi and, you know, love making connections. Yeah, so,
4: yeah. Cool.
0: Well, thanks, everyone, for coming by. Thanks everyone in the chat who had some great comments and great questions. Really appreciate you spending your Saturday evening with us. So, hope everyone has the great rest of your night. We'll talk to you soon.
1: Yes, bye, Bye. everyone. Thanks,
0: everyone.